on this episode of the Jewel Show podcast. Showing them that somebody from 1,600 miles away willing to come and 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 work with them that uh, you know, just let them know that they that they're loved and, and and cared for. When Shane Daniel went on his very first mission trip, he just thought he was going to help build a church in Nicaragua. But a conversation with some boys in the town that he visited turned to baseball, and that put Shane on a totally unexpected path. He's now using baseball to share the gospel in Nicaragua through a ministry that he founded called Christ Through Baseball. Here's Jules. Shane, thanks so much for chatting with us today. I I need to know, and I'm sure the listeners, how does a guy, a Georgia guy, start a ministry all the way in Nicaragua? Only only God can do that. <laughs> well, I mean, what was the first step? What happened? I started going down uh, with uh, a local church here, and we were building churches. And so baseball. Baseball. <laughs> As we were building the church, uh, there was a group of kids on the other side of the road who were building a, a chicken fighting pit. And uh, so during lunchtime, we went over and shared with them, uh, shared our lunch, and, and was talking to them, asking them why. Uh, while they were building the chicken fighting bit, just through conversation, they said they really loved baseball, but they just uh, was a poor, poor area, so they they couldn't afford to to buy the equipment. So I asked them if I commit one year from now when we come back to dedicate the church that we were actually building to bring the baseball equipment, uh, would you guys be interested in that? And they were all you know super excited and uh, yes. So after lunch. Uh, we went back to building the church, and the little boys uh, tore down what they were building and came over and actually helped us start building the church. So then a year later, when we came back, I had to, I had collected up uh, different equipment and and brought it. And when we drove up on the bus, the eight the eight boys were waiting on us to. So they remembered the promise. Oh yes, they, they were they were waiting on us when we came out. Uh, wow. So I got the bag out and we started playing and and uh, then that night when we had the church service to dedicate the the uh, church the little boys were on the back row of the of the mm-hmm. church six of the eight little boys are still involved in my in my program and that's and that's what started the whole baseball ministry in another country it did a Georgia boy yeah <laughs> doing it was that your first mission trip you ever went on that was wow first trip and through it all you started this ministry Christ through baseball. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the young men that you're serving. We concentrate on 13 to 15 year old little boys. Reason for that, when the first started going down, and you'd get in the church and you'd see mostly all women and no little boys. Why is that? Not real sure. No. Mm-hmm. I guess no carrot to hold them into or to bring them into church. Well, and if they weren't at church, then what were they doing? Now, they were involved in chicken fighting which in, leads to, of course, start with gambling. And then from gambling, they don't have any sense, no way of, in, uh, of, of making money. So then that leads to selling drugs and, 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 and all the bad things that, that uh, takes them away from, from the Lord. So the, the baseball's the hook, right? That's right. It's like the carrot. I mean, we provide the equipment to the churches, and the boys have to, they don't necessarily have to, go to church, but they have to come to the church to use the equipment. All right. And so it was a few years ago mm-hmm. when you went on your first mission trip ever. And then from there, you started Christ Through Baseball. You're right. And so you said you started off with like six or eight 
young boys? No, I did. It was eight of them in the beginning. Okay, eight of them. Yep. All right, now tell me how many young men are going through Christ through baseball in Nicaragua? Right at present, we have 12 teams, which which is 12 cities or our communities around the country, and they each bring 12 boys to our camp that we have in July and have our tournament. So we have uh, 100, 144 little boys that, wow. that, that come each year. Wow, wow. And then you're... You're presenting the gospel to them. Yes. It, uh, by, in our camp, we have, uh, of course, it's a baseball tournament, but each morning we have a, a little service, and then each night we have a, a full-blown church service, uh, which we have a praise band as well mm-hmm. that plays up there, so it's awesome. And then each team is linked to a church. Yes. Each, each team brings 12 players a coach, a manager, and then a pastor. <laughs> and what I love, I always know when Shane is about to head back down to Nicaragua because you're collecting equipment from churches here in Georgia to take to the kids down there. We do. We actually, at each camp, uh, we provide the cleats, the pants, the jerseys, the hats, of course, all the res- resources, food, and everything else. Uh, Want to make sure that, that each kid comes, can, can have everything, and not be a burden to them. Well, and paint me the picture, because earlier you said there just were no men in the church. There were right. no boys, there were no dads, fathers, none. Um, and so they were out doing the things they had no business getting into. Now tell me what's going on. Okay. In the, in the beginning, let me back up, the, uh, during the 80s, the revolution in Nicaragua, uh, so there's a whole generation of men that are missing. So what we're trying to do also is to try to teach them how to be godly men rather than drug dealers yes all the criminals yeah all the bad stuff sure okay so then so what's going on now now just got back on sunday and the four churches that we went to there are a bunch of young men in fact six out of eight of those boys that first were there are still in the church so that's uh that's something that that was missing when we when uh, we first started going there. How did you coordinate and partner with all these churches living in Georgia? Because you have your own business, a, a fencing company, right? You make... That's right, build fences. You build fences. Um, no professional baseball experience, I, no, I assume? No. I didn't know. Okay. All right. And then you didn't go to seminary. No. So how, do you, how did this all come about? How did you do this? It's, uh, it's just been an amazing journey, just pretty much praying and, and, and reading the Bible and, and reading it again and again. Right. And uh, he's he just led me that way. And so how did you partner with the local churches in Nicaragua? It, it's been, been really easy. After that first church, the, I mean, the, the word just spread everywhere. I mean, we get calls every day from different places, different churches, and different pastors that, that want to get involved. And they call you here in the States. Well, they call. We have a a nonprofit here in the U.S., and then we also have are about to finalize the foundation in Nicaragua, and uh, we have a board down there, and they they take care of the the Nicaraguan side. Wow! So you have a team. Yeah, we have we have five board members down there, and they uh, they started out as either coach or pastor of of the different teams, and now they're leading the the charge down there. Because it's more than just one tournament a year. I mean, this is an ongoing where you're talking and you're sharing Christ with these young men. We actually, through our foundation, have the, have the different churches and, 
and and they work under our charter there and uh, as we bring them to the lord uh, in our tournaments which is 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 amazing thing when we send them back the the pastors actually uh, handle the the baptisms and and uh uh, just the day-to-day pastoring of the discipling and Mm -hmm. plugging these young men back into the church yes All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back on the Jewel Show podcast, the story of a young life that's been changed because of baseball. On the latest episode of the Finding Joy podcast, we travel to Griffin and have a chat with Jason Horde at Safehouse Coffee Roasters. Jason has worked with lots of artists like Casting Crowns and Mac Powell and the Family Reunion. They even put together an award-winning song for Waffle House. W-A-F-F-L-E-H-O-U-S-E. Check out our conversation with Jason Horde on the Finding Joy podcast. Find it under the On Air tab at thejoyfm.com and subscribe through Apple, Google Play, or wherever you find fine podcasts. Back now with the Jewel Show podcast. Jewel's guest for this episode is Shane Daniel, founder of Christ Through Baseball. So when you're ministering to the young men, how does that then impact the older, their dads? <laughs> That's huge. Uh, we were down this, this last time. We have one little kid named Hamilton, and he uh, headed into, the, into all the bad things, drinking at, at 12, 13 years old through uh, Ariel, our pastor down there, who was actually just a coach at that time, he invited the little boy to play, and he got involved in it. And we had him to to accept the Lord at our last camp in July. And uh, just this last week, when we were there, he was actually there, waiting on us, and he had a big truck. Turns out, his dad's one of the wealthiest men in that area of of Nicaragua, and he has uh, seen the the transformation that that uh hamilton has went through and he is uh he's actually turned over a lot a big portion of his business to him Mm. at only 16 years old. only 16 years old and uh, i'm sorry but i just keep going back that this all started because you went on a short-term mission trip right at that time i was uh, a single dad of two little boys and our life was pretty much centered around baseball with with them playing and and uh, then this started when I went down there at the trip, and this has just evolved into a huge thing. How has your faith and your relationship with the Lord grown by just doing one step after the next step after the next step? Yeah, he keeps keeps putting hurdles that you go through. I'm not. He puts the hurdles there. The devil puts the the hurdles there. But anyway, but he's he, uh, you know, by getting in the Bible and reading and and just just constantly studying it. It uh, always, always find the way through those or over those hurdles. Mm. Do you find the areas where you are weak, God comes in and shows His glory? Yes, main. The main thing in there is is organization. I'm not, I'm not a very organized person. But eight years ago, actually about nine or ten years ago, I was, I kept praying, Lord, I need some help and and need a partner. And He brought my wife into my life. Eight years ago, we were married and mm. begged her to go down uh, with me to Nicaragua. She didn't really want to go, but she went. Now, this week, or this trip we just finished, she's staying three more weeks, and I'm back at home by myself. <laughs> he so. left her. Yeah. <laughs> he left her down there. So those areas where you would say you were, you needed help, God brought. So it's almost like whenever you gave God an excuse, like, a, I'm not an organizer, 
and God's wanting you to organize a ministry in a completely different country, he then brought the right person into your life. Oh, yeah. She's, she is super organized. So between the two of us, we, uh, we do real well. I tell the uh, pastors down there when I'm talking, I always say, kind of jokingly, but there's a whole lot of truth to it. Uh, thank the Lord for our wives because they generally do all the work, and then we end up doing all my majority of just the talking. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's in a joking in a joking way, but there's a lot of truth to that. You know, all we need to do is have a heart that is willing to obey, right, and to follow God, and then He takes care of all those details. Yes, yes. I uh, never would have thought I'd been ordained as a pastor. <laughs> He just he's 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 got a plan. You just have to have to listen, slow down and listen, and go with it. And you got, um, which leads me to my next thing because there is a very big plan that God is um, put in front of you right now, and another stretching, a leap of faith. Yes, we're in the process now, and that's actually why my wife is is in the uh, state in Nicaragua is looking for us a a short time uh, place to live uh, there in Nicaragua uh, while we go through the process of purchasing land and, and building our own camp so we can have, rather than, just, rather than just having one baseball camp a year and 12 teams, we can expand and maybe have five or six different camps a year and then have 50 or 60 different towns instead of, instead of just the 12 that we have now. And it's all, all, the whole goal is to be able to share Jesus with these young men and that, that wouldn't be coming to church. Yes, the the main thing is 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 getting them involved in the church. Yeah. The second thing is to keep them in the church, yeah. and by showing them that somebody from sixteen hundred miles away <laughs> is willing to come and 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 work with them, that uh, you know, just let them know that they that they're loved and 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 cared for, even when they don't even know. Uh, so you're leaving your house. Mm-hmm. You are selling your company, right? And you are moving to a new country. Yes, we're moving, <laughs> moving to Nicaragua. We, and your uh, wife is on board and all about it. Yeah, she's she's actually the one pushing now. For, <laughs> let's you. go ahead and get it. So w- through all of this new season, and I'm excited because I I know God has some big plans in store, and I'm I'm excited for you to come back and tell us what God does. Mm-hmm. What is um, maybe something that God is teaching you through it? Ah, uh, just. Just priorities. What's uh, what's really important is, I guess, this is a big thing. You know, we used to want a lot of land and big house and a boat and cars. Now we just just want to slow down, have a the life that that Lord mm. really wants us to have. Just, what's the most important thing? Mm-hmm. Just the relationship with Lord, and and you know, just letting the light shine that, or letting people see that. Not through what I say, but what you know, what what my real, real purpose is in life. Mm-hmm. Well, and I always think about that scripture, Shane, where it talks about the um, the grass um, withers and the flowers fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Yes, no doubt. And so you're putting your faith in what's going to stand forever. That's right. That's right. It's it's already unreal how when I go down, how many people just need that. I mean, pretty much just need the the words spoken to them or or shown to them. Well, Shane, you're just um, you're just like us. You know, you didn't um, just a regular guy that's following God. Yes. 
And so if somebody is listening and they say, okay, I kind of know the baseball rules. Uh, I kind of know how to throw a ball. How, what, what do you need? How, what, what are some things that ways that people can be involved? Actually, baseball really is just a sideline of the whole thing. Even if, even if you don't know anything about baseball, uh, we still have uh, plenty of other things that we, we do there in Nicaragua. We have a, a music ministry as well as uh, we teach teach English to the to the boys who who mostly speak Spanish there. So you know any just uh, just contact us and 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 the Lord already has a has a, a place and a reason for you to be there. So if you're feeling drawn right now, hearing um, Shane just share how hey I'm just taking the next step, the next step, and the next step, and you may be feeling like God is leading you to reach out. I would highly encourage that and. Definitely, I know um, you need prayer. I know, um, you know, when God is at work, that is exactly what Satan wants to stop. And so is there something very specific that we all can commit to pray for? Yes. Uh, just pray for, the, pray for the little boys first. Pray for all the people that, that are there uh, working with us, uh, the Nicaraguans as well as, as any of the Americans that, that are involved in it. Just, uh, just keep us in Keep us in prayers that we just can can spread the word and 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 build our ministry there and and uh, just keep us going in the in in the direction that the Lord wants us to or needs us to. Shane, we uh, we will be praying for you, and I, I you know I just appreciate you coming in and and telling us that and encouraging us just to, just to listen to God. We don't need to know what's going to be twenty steps from now. Just what's the next right step yes that's for sure when i first started going down there i had no idea the plan that the lord has for us so what we need to do is keep talking to the lord reading the bible and but more importantly just stopping and and listening uh, for the for the signs and and his what he wants us to do well that's it for this episode of the jewel show podcast if you want to learn more about christ through baseball there are lots of ways for you to serve and support this ministry, visit their website at ChristThroughBaseball.com. That's Christ, T-H-R-U, Baseball.com. And they're also on Facebook. And if you enjoyed the Jewel Show podcast, be sure to rate us and share us with your friends.